0: Coming to you from inside the Waterson Expressway. Started in Louisville, Kentucky. It's the only podcast that misses cahoots. This is What High School Did You Go To? With your hosts, Chris Hatfield and Gabe DeVerge. Louisville, as- Hello and welcome to another episode of What High School Did You Go To? I'm Gabe Diverge. I'm Chris Hatfield. We'll have to drop the sirens for this one because <laughs> the we had a <laughs> we alarm had right a- now. <laughs>
1: newsworthy day here uh, we started early this morning we've we've got a little bit of
0: finality um but we you know Just we a need bit. a little bit more um <laughs> but here we are um how are you gabe I'm good chris I'm good I'm hanging out uh you know as you said you're sitting outside it's a beautiful day in Lowell we recorded this about 3.30, um, 30 325 to be exact uh, and we have gotten the finality kind of what's been rumbling honestly for the past 48 hours um, which is that there is a shake-up To the coaching staff at the University of Louisville men's basketball team, Um, the ULs confirmed that Chris Mack has informed two assistant coaches on Wednesday that their current contracts would not be renewed when they run out at the end of April. Um, sources have told multiple people, um, including you, Chris, that those people would be Luke Murray and Dino Gaudio and several people, Card Chronicle, WDRB. Um, I know some of the paid subscription sites have confirmed this. Um, it looks like both of those guys are out. And, uh, there was also a rumor that Dino Gaudio was, was going to be offered a new role, which I believe he was, uh, at, um. Uh, at Louisville for director of basketball operations, but that plan is not coming to fruition. Um, several people have reported that, both uh, Jody Demling and uh, Mike Rutherford at uh, at Card Chronicle. So, Chris, how do you feel <laughs> about the? we well, I messaged this- you today, and <laughs> I, I I told you
1: I was fired up to talk about this because you did. What we have here is this is a fundamental this is a huge moment in the Chris Mack era because you are objectively saying to all the people that said this year was a failure. You were saying, yes, I agree with you. And there have been there. It's, it's uncomfortable to talk about these things because we don't know assurances, but there have been right. rumblings that this may have came from Chris Mack. It may have came from higher up. We, we don't have any clarity on that right now, but the fact of the matter is either way, this says that what has been going on isn't, accept, isn't acceptable and, you know, it's, it's time to make a change. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is what's happened to me is the perception from some media members, some fans that didn't want this to happen because they like the people. They like, they like Dino Gaudio. They like Luke Murray. They like Dino Gaudio because he's been the guy that's been giving information when, when the, most of the program
0: has been pretty tight-lipped. Especially locally, especially the local sources. Sure,
1: yeah, and, and they like the guy. So you're not, in my opinion, getting a lot of unbiased opinions on what this means from a basketball perspective. But I will tell you what, I'll be damned if I'm going to sit here and listen to people that sit here and said, this year was unacceptable, but hear those same people say the coaching staff shakeups are also unacceptable. Chris Mack is listening and he's reacting. And you may not have to like the result. You may have apprehension about it, but I think you have to tip your cap to something changing. And that's, that's what I'm really strong on today.
0: I understand. I I definitely, I definitely agree with you in terms of, you know i'm glad that chris Mack is recognizing this this you know we're, when we're talking action speak louder than words i was pretty lukewarm on the the, the words that we got on monday uh, exactly. there were some great things that chris Mack said um you know i thought some of his answers were kind of poked back at some of the narrative that some of the fans have developed especially kind of the tempo narrative um But the actions, the only thing that was going to really make me feel differently about what this path is, is uh, actions. And here they are. Here are some of the actions. Um, I think where I want to push back on you is and I think I'm only doing this because I think you can add a little bit of clarity to maybe why some of these these specific moves are happening. Um, I, I think. I think there's a lot of people out there that want change and wanted to see change, but I think people have their preconceived notions of what's happening on the staff and what's um, you know, some, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, you know, I guess for lack of a better understanding, excuse me, I would, I would say that neither of these guys is the least liked Uh, um, a basketball assistant coach (laughs) (laughs) and that that guy is still on the staff. And um, I I mean, Luke Murray, You know, I I don't know enough about what Luke Murray does his day to day, but, you know, he is pretty well respected. You know, he was one of the top kind of assistants under 40 on several lists over the past few years from ESPN and others. Um, I know. So I know people, you know, see see him as a potential head coach in the future. Um, So I guess I'm just pushing back because I want to hear what why do you if you were Chris Mack? you know, and neither of us is Chris Mack. Why do you think that these moves are happening? And why are these the moves? Well,
1: I think Chris Mack feels that the the players are good enough and the X and O's aren't. I think that's truly how he feels. And that some of that falls on him. He is the head coach. um, And obviously the brunt of it falls on him. But in the same token, these are guys, the way it works, at least in the Louisville basketball program, these guys get scouts for games and they are in charge of that game. And I don't know what scouts Dino Gaudio had. I don't know what scouts Luke Murray had, but I know a few times this year, Louisville has came out in games, first halves, second halves, look unprepared to play. And that to me is part of this. It's a huge part of this. I, you know, I, I think that Luke Murray is a great recruiter. Um, There's, there's no coincidence that the guy is on every, you just mentioned the 40 list. He, it, that's not the only one, any, any type of list you want to read about up and coming assistant coaches, his name is going to be on it. And part of that is because he's well-liked, but part of that is because of what he can do in the recruiting perspective. Um, but the X and O stuff, it's, it's a lot harder to realize and a lot harder to look at, but you look across the ACC and you see a guy like Mike young, who his offense is free flowing to do the most creative stuff. And they're scoring and scoring and scoring. You look at Virginia, they it seemingly don't miss a shot. Right. And I think Louisville fans look at that stuff and they want the offense to look like that. And I think that's that's the bigger part of here. I, I think that Mac feels, right or wrong, that with or without these guys, he can go and get the recruits he needs to get. I don't know if he feels that Louisville is going to be prepared like they need to be prepared with these guys. And I, you know, I'm not adding any opinion there because I would have to go back and really deep dive into the film, which is what I usually do in the summer to to make an honest, honest answer on that. Uh, But I I think that's how he's viewing it.
0: I do know, I do recall, and I don't have it in front of me, but I'm like 95% sure that Luke Murray scouts Duke because of he scouted them last year. Um, I don't know if that's been mentioned. Um, but that's one thing, you know, worth noting. I'm sure he was, um, a part of the game plan for the two wins and the one loss, but also the win last year. So I don't know what other teams, you know, he also scouted Virginia. uh, He also scouted Virginia. Okay. Uh, Good, good, good to note. Um, Chris, I know there's been a lot of rumors out there about who might replace um, both Gaudio and Murray. And there was some rumors about John Brennan being the, uh, you know, the the current Cincinnati coach. Um, and that might not be the case anymore. It seems like there's been some pushback that that's not happening. Uh, but it does seem like the current director of basketball operations, Keel Fennell, um, is likely to take one of the spots, which is, which has been said by multiple people. Um, and then also, you know, he, he's not obviously the difference between director, uh, uh, director of basketball operations and kind of assistant coaching spot is recruiting. Um, but it does seem like Fennell has been involved in sort of the um, process when kids come on campus uh, and doing what he could uh, people seem to like him. Um, what, you know, what does it seem to you? Uh, you know, actually he just tweeted 17 minutes ago that he was very proud of this team. Interesting timing.
1: <laughs> uh, you know,
0: <laughs> I, I think
1: a big part of that could be trying to keep some of this roster intact because these are guys that this week, they probably went through exit interviews and, right. and, and talked about what they felt about the season. And some of the feedback you may have got back is that they wanted to see Fennel more involved. And that was a guy who was very prominent during the Brianna Taylor situation. He was, he was, right. the he forefront was more than, was more than, <laughs> <He> yeah, was, <laughs> more than anyone in the little basketball program. And I think that means a lot, a great deal to the players that are on the roster right now. Um, so as far as a recruiting perspective, you don't really know, but he seems like a guy with a lot of energy. He seems like a guy that is well-liked and the players are for him. So it's, it's hard for you to say that that wouldn't be very exciting. I just think, The, the, the big topic here is that this is the defining moment of the Chris Mac era, like right now, because you can't, you can't do this very often. No, like you can't just, just fire assistant coaches and, you know, three years down the road, we're going to fire two more assistant coaches because then people are going to start saying, maybe it's you bro. So I, I that's think that my, th- that's my, that's like my
0: angle. one, yeah. Th- and that's like my one concern with this, Chris. This, <sighs> this feels desperate. Like I, I just, I just get a sense of desperation out of it. And, and I listen, it, this sounds like this sounds like the moves of a guy that listened to all four hours of people complaining on ESPN Louisville radio on Sunday night, mm-hmm. and, and we were we were we were lukewarm on we were lukewarm on other that, others. and and I I sincerely and I still believe that the that there isn't a huge gulf in between what this this team can be and what this team needs to do to get there. I think that that's completely doable. And if there had been no changes to the staff going into next year, I wouldn't have really been upset, Chris. I think
1: um, you're, I think you're trying to, to decipher whether it's Chris Mack being reactionary or if it's Chris <laughs> Mack being, being told that he needs to do this because those are two very different things. Well,
0: What do you, um, what do you think it is? What do you, what do you, <laughs>
1: I mean, based upon what some of the people that I trust tell me, it seems like it may have not been all of Chris Mack's opinion. And if, if that's the case, we've talked about, or at least I, I've talked about, and I think you've agreed with me, how Vince Tower as a, an athletic director is kind of a wild card because he is a fan first. He is not a guy that is going to you know, maybe stand by his man as much as everyone, he wants results. Just like yeah. any other fan base. does, he, yeah. He's a fan first and he's a guy who's going to make decisions based upon winning and winning first. So if that's a decision coming down from Vince Tyra, then maybe Chris Mack's job isn't as safe as a lot of us thought. And that's I mean, that's a huge leap to take. And I, I don't even not necessarily sure I believe that. But that's I don't what think some I, of
0: those, I, I don't that's what think, those
1: actions would say. Though
0: I don't think it's as big as a leap as you're, as you, uh, uh, as it, if, if, if I sincerely believe that, because I think we are coming off a really, really different time in this, you know, we, and, and I think that I I am sure, you know, seeing the big one of the biggest things that happened Sunday night was that Jonathan Blue, who is now the most the the most visible. That was a
1: great, great point that you pointed that out when we recorded
0: the most visible booster. You know, I'm not saying I don't know if he's the biggest one. I don't know those information, but he is the most visible booster of this organization, of this uh, of this university. Now that Papa John's is gone. The fact that he was very visibly angry as hell and, and and very openly and publicly upset if you don't think if you, if that's what he was willing to tweet what do you think he was calling or texting vince tyree about what do you think yeah, he was saying it, in those texts because they, another they part were of that, way worse <laughs> another part
1: of that is movable doesn't have as many of those guys Around the program anymore That are big boosters Right You have to protect those people Exactly Especially in a year Where you didn't have fans In attendance in football You didn't have fans In attendance in basketball That money becomes A lot more important And by the way You're still paying A a buyout for Bobby Petrino, So that money Needs to keep flowing (laughs) So I No I think that You brought that up When we recorded on Twitch And I I thought that was a, A great point I think that There are people That are just undecided about Chris Mack. And they were pretty much that way for the rest of the year. And then the tournament, missing the tournament, gave them something to kind of feel a a strong decision. Right. And we talk about, man, I've thought a lot about, you know, you win the Miami game, you make the tournament, we're not having this discussion. You go to the Sweet 16 last year, we're not having this discussion. But the fact of the matter is, that's the way college basketball is. I mean, you know, Titus and Tate yeah. talk about it's a make or miss league, and that's it's it's a make or, make or miss league. <laughs> league. And it's it's a make or miss league in the, the sense that coaches get fired when shots go out, and they get they get contract extensions when they go in. That's just the way that this is the way it goes, man. Like, I don't know. It's it's exciting. It's nerve wracking. It's a lot of things. But I, the, the next forty eight hours are going to be super interesting. You're probably not going to have any finality on the coaching search until at least these contracts expire. Um, I didn't realize they were till April 30th. And I think that's probably part of the reason that we're not getting, you know, the the university has still publicly not said who these guys are. Correct.
0: Right. Right. Everyone. Now the Courier Journal has confirmed uh, their sources and uh, you know, as I mentioned, DRB, et cetera, et cetera. So it's everything but official. um, But I think the names that everyone feels the names are out there. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, there's, there's,
1: there's a rumor. There's so many rumors. Like there, there's just so many out there. Uh, you reaching, can't, reaching. can't just do that. You gotta hit us with a rumor, though. <laughs> no, who's, that that Louisville has reached out to Joe Justice, or Joe Justice has reached out to him. Um, uh, the the, <laughs> the assistant coach from Kentucky. That Louisville needs to hire Kenny Payne. Of course, you had Kenny who's the a very parent. yeah who's the, the very outspoken um, <laughs> Jerry Eaves. Of course, oh, no, he God. has the he has the Facebook status today, and there's tens of former players commenting saying they need to hire Reese Gaines. I mean, there's <laughs> oh, a, there's, a, there's just everything. It's a, it's the same. Like uh, the next ten days are going to be what they were in football about bring Brian Brom home. Maybe that'll work. Like, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna hear that. It, it's going to be glorious.
0: That's absolutely terrible. Um, <laughs> so what I, I let's, you know, I, I want to talk a little bit about the roster changes and a few kind of tidbits on that. Um, before we do that, what, so let's, let's recap. What does this change for you about not necessarily about expectation, but what do you think it changes the calculus in terms of how we should grade Chris Mack for the next season? Because it seems like it is it it, it it seems like it's increased the intensity, and we kind of agree that the oven's a little hotter um, than than it was forty eight hours ago.
1: You don't make the NCAA tournament, and your job seriously at risk. I'll say that. I think that's I think that's the bare minimum where you I, I go think from that's fair. beyond there but where you go from beyond there is up to you. Um, But that is the base level um, conversation. And I think that you want to like from a basketball perspective, I just want to see a little bit more innovation. And I probably should have been a little bit stronger on that when we talked at the end of the season, but it's very emotional. and You're gathering your thoughts. Definitely. Um, But, you know, somebody talked about how Jalen Withers never completed a screen the entire season. (laughs) And like, (laughs) I feel that I talked about how they 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 completely went away from like thick and roll motions for no apparent reason didn't understand that um, I, I
0: I just I'm just concerned Chris and i I mentioned this to you and in, in, in another you know an, another time we were talking earlier today and I'm just concerned that this is a really visible deposing and yeah. I think that's coaching, a good point. We, co- we probably butt heads on that, but yeah. no, no, no. It's just like, I just, I listen, like you, we were talking even before we started recording, we are talking about the fact that coaches, you know, at this, you know, usually the weekend of the final four coaches have the national association of basketball coaches meetings. And it's just it's a it's a job fair essentially it is and it is it is the winter meetings but for college basketball and if you didn't realize that like hirings happen left and right on that and it's all that's what you know people are meeting people um, I was lucky enough to stay in the hotel where that was happening during the 2012 Final Four in in uh, in New Orleans I remember seeing I think that was. Shaka Smart had like it was the year after, and he was just like running around, and people were trying like just dudes talking to him, handing him like resumes because they just wanted to get hired on at VCU under him, you know, while he was still there. <clears throat> so it's not having that, I think, is really difficult, and I think just like the optics, the optics of like the Matt Jones tweet this morning of just like, hey, they they, they fired Luke Murray, and like if you're a dude who's an up and comer. Uh, and like, that's something that's going to be in your mind. That's my only concern. And I'm not saying that, 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 that means that we shouldn't, we should discount any kind of hiring that happens. I mean, for all intents and purposes, it seems like Fennel's a decent guy. And um, you know, it sounds like they're not going to get Brennan, but you know, uh, it sounds like they're interested in getting some kind of offensive guru, um, which, you mm-hmm. know, Brennan was was very good at designing offense when he was at uh, you know, Northern Kentucky kind of right off the bat. So I don't know. It's going to be really interesting. I'm just, um, I think,
1: I think the counter would be to that. Not necessarily one I agree with. I think it's yeah. a good point, but I think the counter to that would be you come to Louisville for those expectations.
0: That's fair. That's a great counter. I did. I, I didn't think about that. I haven't think about it that way. Um, let's talk a little bit about the roster, uh, the changes, unless you have anything can else I, on this coaching, go can ahead I
1: ask you something real quick. Though. Please do. Please do. Uh, we we just sit here and talked about you know some of the moves that that Vince Tyra may make may be a little bit more reactionary than others. Do you think if Chris Mack? You probably know what I'm going to ask you, but do you think if Chris Mack was was in the job he is in now, <laughs> Tom George was the athletic director? Oh, goodness, what do you think the reaction to this season would be? <laughs> top top from, from the bottom of the top, would the fans be happy? Would they be calling for Chris Max job? What, what, how would it be viewed differently?
0: I do want to say, I think the amount of people who are calling for Chris Max, I don't know. It's such a tough situation, Chris, because I do sincerely, I, I sincerely in my heart of hearts, I believe if there's a tournament last year, even if Louisville loses in the second game of the tournament, I think everyone's okay. I think everyone, I, I everyone agree. is just, is just desperate is desperate for March. And, and for good reason, <laughs> for good reason. You know how many texts I've gotten today of people like, why aren't there any freaking games from UK fans, from Louisville fans, from anybody, people are so freaking desperate for, for these games. They're Like, why is it noon? And I'm not watching basketball right now. And, yeah. and people have missed this so badly. It's such a lifeblood of this community and who we are. And I get it. I it's, get a, it's a it. talking point. Every conversation, I think, I don't think it's as big. I don't, I don't think it's as big as it would have been. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the, I, I don't have enough knowledge of the year to year. You know, what was, what was uh, Tom Jurich thinking as I do, I feel like a better grasp almost of, of Vince Tyree. I, I think, I gotcha. what What do you think? What, I feel like you haven't answered this question and that might inform me a little more. <laughs> well, I was, I was just
1: curious because I, I think the whole like, trust angle of Tom George would make the situation a lot more easier than it has been I think part of the backlash that people give for Chris Mack is they don't feel like Vince Tara has made a home run higher yet like they don't they don't know about Scott Satterfield and they don't know about Chris Mack and I think if you had a different if I think if you had a different athletic director this is all just like hype I I was just kind of curious of what, what your thought was because I don't know. I I think that the some of the I, I tend to fall into your camp where I do feel like some of the the, the backlash of Chris Mack has been over like it it's been a little much. One hundred percent. Some some of it's even been a little disingenuous. Um, but yeah, I would but those just curious, people can-
0: I don't know, man. Like I think we can come out of this saying those people won. The people who freaked out about the, <laughs> the people who freaked out about the offense. I think those people won. Chris, I, yes. I I think those people can come out and I get, that's why I I do, I do sympathize, you know, I, a, a real good buddy of mine sent, you know, was like, Hey, like, I don't know if I agree with Chris here in terms of this, you know, and I understand that, you know, I I a hundred percent believe, I think there are people out there with reason that, that, you know, they're concerned about losing the level of recruiter that Mary is. And that, that might not, that's, that might be a poor, you know, True that might be a poor diagnosis of what's wrong um, with the situation. And
1: yeah, I um, just, I, from the recruiting perspective, I just tend to fall in a little bit of a different category because I know what type of guys Chris Mack has done it with before and definitely. they weren't five-star recruits. They weren't five. So, recruits. you know, it's a, it's a legitimate concern. And and listen,
0: um, you are not, I have heard, I have heard from people throughout this year and Honestly, I think you can see it in sort of how he changed recruiting that first year he shot for every five star he could that first, you know, the first day on the job, how many offers the five star and four stars that he sent? tons, tons. And while I don't think he's not chasing some of those guys, I think he has kind of settled back down to a space that, um, you know, is a little, little is. lower in the ranking and it's where, who he is. I don't think he's playing in the top 50. I think he's okay. Playing 50 to hundred. He's okay. Identifying the talent. I think and seeing, you know, okay, this guy's a little bit, this guy's a little bit underrated. And I, that's why I'm like, I'm really high in this class because I think if there was ever a season that I think Chris Mack could do that, it's this year because of what COVID has done and how it's changed their rankings. And I I've heard a lot of people who aren't people who like to blow smoke up Louisville fans, butts say Mike James is legit. Pettiford is legit. And, you know, Wheeler, you know, he's coming out, you know, Roosevelt wielder is coming off this, this Achilles injury, but if he can contribute, he can, he's got a five-star ceiling and, um, I I'm very interested in, in, seeing how those, which is funny because it seems like L Ellis, how L Ellis is, is going to be the most important part of the next year. I think <laughs> like Yeah, I mean, one I've, I've guy that, that you're that. not talking there. Um, but yeah, I've heard people say that if,
1: if L Ellis is the primary ball handler, then mobile's in trouble. If he's the two, then they're fine. So that's been kind of the general standpoint from that perspective. I don't even really know his game very well. I need to study up on that stuff. Um, but that's what I've been told.
0: No, no, that's, uh, I, I, I've heard exactly the same thing. Uh, okay. Let's talk a little bit, um, before we, you know, j- just really quickly sort of on the, the, the roster side of it. Um, we had Aiden Agehan uh, confirmed that he has departed the Louisville program. Um, that he, you know, he's transferring out. That's the only confirmed departure. And with that, Matt Cross kind of joined. And I made this tweet, Chris, and I want you to dunk on me. I want you to tell me if I'm wrong on this. Okay? <laughs> That's awesome. That's I, awesome. I I like philosophically, you know, and this kind of goes hand in hand with what we've talked about in terms of Chris Mack, wanting his teams to look a little more like his team's at Xavier. I feel like Matt Cross is him trying to find his JP Makura. Tell me how long. <laughs> I mean, was, there is no data on
1: Matt Cross in the collegiate. Like the, the dude shot 43s and he shot 43s. Like it, it may have not even been 40. It was, it was definitely 40 or less. And you know, he shot a high percentage, but I was when I watched like the little like promo video that Louisville put out, I didn't remember the guy being able to like handle around the basket and pass out at pass out of the paint. Um, I I didn't know he had that part of his game. I kind of just thought he was like a spot up shooter. So that was cool. Um, But when I kind of pretty pretty solid
0: assist rate for, (laughs) for a guy who played wing, you know,
1: when I kind of looked at like his like deeper numbers, there's just not a lot of like game logs to go by. I mean, he, he has a pretty shot. He shoots really well in the corners, which I always have an affinity for a guy who can light it up in the corner. Um, But there's, there's just not a lot there. And uh, what are you playing? 10 or 11 games last year?
0: Uh, 14, 14 games, okay, nine yeah. conference games. He had seven assists against, uh, against Clemson doc.
1: Yeah. And I, that's, that's, <laughs> it's something <kinda> that, wild. <laughs> that's something that people have like, kind of talked about a little bit more in the last few days is that they're not sure that Mobile had many good passers. 86% of Carly Jones shots were unassisted. His <laughs>
0: yeah, his number one. I, I did want to point this out. His number one comparison on Ken Palm to the season he had was Sam Hauser in 2017. There you go. Look at that. Look and at that. listen, I think we saw Sam Hauser freaking drill us so hard this year. If, <laughs> if this guy I can like be that. Sam Hauser in his freshman year and turn into Sam Hauser in his senior year, you take that hundred times out of a hundred uh, sure. for absolute sure. Um, I'm very fascinated with him because I just don't know what to make with him, but the ceiling just seems kind of high. I don't, I don't know, but like, he'll play, please. I don't know. He's played like 28 minutes in a game and not had any points, <laughs> which is yeah. not ideal.
1: No, um, I, I, I think, I think the the, the the dude could be really good. I, I'm just saying there's not a lot there to kind of really go by. Will you do me a favor real quick and will please. you, I'm going to put you on the spot, but I think you can do it. Okay. Will you clarify, please? the scholarship situation and what it would mean if Carly and Malik came back or if Carly came back, because I have seen so many tweets about it and it is driving me insane.
0: Okay. Here it is. I've got it. I've actually, I actually have Jeff Greer's patented Louisville Hoops recruiting scholarships (laughs) doc that I'm going to, I'm going to put it in the show notes folks because it is, it is the most, I have it open at all times and (laughs) you're going to need it open. So here's the COVID deal. Okay. So any senior, so for Louisville, that's just Carleek Jones, Malik Williams, and Charles Minland. any senior returning for a year of eligibility will not count against the team's 13 scholarship limit. There's no increase in the limit. There's no change in the limit. Just if those three guys wanted to come back, Louisville could have 16 scholarship players. They would have to pay those extra scholarships It would it would be more expensive for a period of time, but they get that extra year. If they decide to transfer out or if, if Louisville wants to bring any seniors in that does not, that, that rule does not come into effect. It only stays with the team that you're with during this COVID season. So, So
1: right now at this very moment, Louisville has zero scholarships. open. we expect them to get another one open, but at this very moment, that's the case, right?
0: Correct. Okay. Actually, according to, no, I'm sorry. According to Jeff Greer, they need to get rid of one more scholarship. Okay. But that is because we don't quite have, I mean, there's assumptions that David Johnson is, is going to leave. Um, right. And possibly another player as well. Right. And po- it does seem like uh, Nickelberry at some point, um, will probably transfer. That's, that's what I've heard, but I, and it does, you know, they will probably need to bring in someone else, uh, or there's rumors that they're wanting to bring in. I'm sorry. I'm forgetting the kid's name, uh, Mason Faulkner from, um, former Northern Kentucky guard, current Western Carolina star Mason Faulkner. Um, have you done any research on that guy?
1: Um, a little bit. Um, I, I think it's funny because like, his shooting numbers were kind of in like from behind the three point line, we're kind of on par with what David Johnson's were this season. Yeah. Um, He's definitely not the guy that's going to finish every single play at the rim. Um, But he's a serviceable guy. Mm -hmm. He's not a guy that I would want starting, Um, but he's solid. I, I made the offhanded comment and people got really upset when I made it. I made the offhanded comment that I thought that, you know, Chris Mack going into rural Kentucky and getting a player like that means a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's something that John Calipari is not doing, and that the Kentucky fan base would like him to do more of. <laughs> um, so if if Matt can fill that role, I think that's cool to see. Um, the the counter that I that I got to that is well, Matt's not developing them; it doesn't mean as much, and I disagree. But nonetheless, um, I think he's a guy that can be solid. I wouldn't consider him a a power five starter, but definitely a a role player.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, I was talking to someone about him, you know, Logan, you know, it does seem like he might be a little more fresh Kimball than Carly Jones. Um, yeah. But would, you know, would be a decent add. I think, you know, if they add him as a third guard um, I, I don't think that'd be a terrible idea. And then, you know, as Pettifer gets kind of some, um, some comfort, I, I think I definitely, uh, you know, you definitely maybe phase him in more. Um I don't know. It'd be interesting. I wonder, I I sort of got the vibe that his addition was kind of along with the potential hiring of Brennan, but if that's not going to happen, I don't know if that changes anything. Maybe not. Maybe that doesn't make a difference, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean shout out to Matt Jones, you know, tweeting about that and then tweeting about <laughs> um about the Luke Murray um firing. What do what do you make of that, man? I, I not to not to sidetrack us, I don't know how much more we want to talk. I did have another question for you, a fun one, um, before we get going. But you know, people people get really mad about Matt Jones talking about Louisville stuff. What is uh does it, it doesn't bother really you?
1: bother <laughs> me any much. Like it used to bother me a lot. I mean, like a few years ago would have bothered me more, but I've kind of came to the place where like if mobile media had something on UK that they deemed as negative, they would report it. But if they had something they deemed as negative on mobile, nine out of 10 times, 90% of the media isn't going to report it. It's going to come from a guy like Pat 40. It's going to come from a guy like Jeff Goodman. Yeah. Um, And that's not because they don't know it or it's not even because they're homers. It's just because those guys have friends that feed them information, and they like knowing those things. And <laughs> if they do report this stuff, those are it, it isn't going. They're not going to get as much information. It has always annoyed me, um, kind of the way journalism is done in this city. Um, but that's probably a discussion for another time. <laughs> um, I, but I, I think you're going to have a degree of that in any college market, and it's yeah, I don't. It's think just I, a little bit more present here than it would be in others.
0: I think Louisville fans. It's just you know because of who Matt Jones is that it bothers them. If it was if it was Pat Four, you put it put it out. You know, if oh, it was I've,
1: Jeff Drummond.
0: If, yeah, or if Borzello's like, oh, you know, I'm hearing that Luke Murray is going to be is going to be, you know, out at Louisville, blah, 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 blah. It, I, it doesn't bother people. And I don't I don't know. I, I've, I always hear people like, oh, we got to get someone to talk about Kentucky that way. And I. You know, you mentioned like I think a Louisville person would do that. I don't I don't know, man. I just I don't think I don't think the Louisville people, not even just the the, the media guys, but just like the fans in general. I just don't think they have that kind of a relationship where it's like, oh, I'm going to say this thing that's going to piss people off about Kentucky. You know, like, yeah, I, don't, maybe I don't know not. if that's a think- deal, you know.
1: I think that's the, the things that Matt has said in the last few weeks, he really thought were negative towards Louisville. And I don't really think any of them were the video thing was kind of goofy and the the COVID stuff, but it wasn't what he thought it was. Mm -hmm. Um, and this to me also, like, I mean, some fans are fired up because they wanted to see something. So I (laughs) I don't think he's like necessarily reporting anything that's going to piss people off, but it does because of where it's coming from. And I, maybe that's just his deal. Maybe that's what he, he gets enjoyment out of. Um, I yeah. don't really understand why at this point in his career, he would feel the need to be doing things like that. I don't even know. If, if I was him, I would just like feed the information to like Drew Franklin or somebody like, <sighs> but but whatever. I mean, it, Matt's going to Matt.
0: Okay. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Uh, we'll see. And, and you know, um, we will obviously talk about other little stuff as they come up, you know, I'm sure we'll have sort of another thing. And we talked about before doing a, um, uh, you know, uh, a, a Twitter space. So I think maybe we'll do something like that. Just kind of a scheduled spot. Maybe you can talk some, you know, after this weekend of games and, and do something. Um, I think yeah. And eventually we're going to have maybe some news
1: on the, the Charles Booker front and maybe some more information on the Louisville Mary. So we'll have those things to talk about.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can, we can talk about some other, other fun stuff. Before we go really quickly, I just want to get, your thoughts on the IU coaching search. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's amazing, dude. Like, um, what? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't even know what to make of anything, but what, if you were, I guess I just want to ask you before we go, if you were IU, what would you do? And what do you I think would, they'll actually do?
1: I would throw the bag at Chris Beard and like whatever amount he wanted, I would, I would do that.
0: Because I think he would be amazing there. Um, There's a picture of, of Chris beard and the and his gang at uh, at assembly Hall because that's where they're playing <laughs> And uh, every I, I have seen <laughs> a dozen IU <of> guys who <laughs> just like so excited just giving all the all the emojis, all the lols uh, I
1: want those guys to have success like I don't I, I don't I don't mind any in a basketball. I no think I don't What our Archie did to the program is very sad. I think they deserve better. So like, you know, if they can, they can make a splash hour, that's good for them. Um, Brad Steven's Twitter is one of the better things in the last two years, because you just have a bunch of guys that are either taking it very, very seriously, or a bunch of guys that are taking it as unserious as possible. It's so fun. And it's, it's hysterical. Like it's a great space right now.
0: It's the absolute funniest. I'm, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. You know, so we'll, we'll see what they do. I, I'm probably
1: know. just going to hire like a former coach because that's what they'll do. Like, <laughs> not a former
0: coach, but a former, former player. <laughs> I feel, I don't know. Like, I feel like you Porter Moser. I, I don't know, man. Um, Dane Fife.
1: Like, I don't know who that is, but that's, yeah, yeah people can't mentioning that guy um,
0: here. Uh, a story just dropped 14 minutes ago about John Brennan, and uh here really quickly i just want to get your response because it's it's apparently wild i've had two people send it to me um, sources described an untenable environment that stemmed from Brandon's apo- approach and relationships with players on and off the court problems were largely attributed to the style of, pl- not to the style of play or the philosophies of spouse and recruiting, but rather the individual inter- interactions with and disposition towards players. Once they were a part of the program, those sources characterized manipulation, exclusion and players feeling lied to or misled about playing time and their role on the team. Perhaps most significant were claims of repeated instances of Brandon disparaging players behind their backs to other teammates, at times doubting whether certain players had the necessary ability or makeup to survive in the program. It was interpreted as pitting players against each other by multiple accounts.
1: Well, that's all terrible, and I definitely have no interest in getting him. <laughs> I, I think it's surprising to me, though, because of... If- just is, I don't know. He had a terrible year his first year in Northern Kentucky, then turned it around and made the tournament, you know, several, a few years in a row. I don't understand how a guy that does those things has that success, but I guess it just really can all turn around in one season. Yeah,
0: that's wild. Yeah. So keep an eye on that. I, you know, I definitely reading that hope that it is true that he is not going to be joining the Louisville staff. I think that'd be a really bad move. And you talk about something that piss would piss fans off given that information being out. I I cannot imagine that that's a good situation. And uh,
1: that's probably a good thing that it dropped to, where did it come from? The athletic. Okay. Well, it's the, the little part of like that that that's always interesting to me how like coaches are rumored for jobs and then maybe a story will come out right before they're going to get a job or or yeah. things like that I always found that stuff interesting so
0: we'll see <laughs> uh, <our laughs> as chris, the world turns as I'm the world turns athletics. we will have more for you at some point in the future i'm sure shout out thanks chris i wanted to shout out the birds who have been in the back of your, your sh- your shot, or your, uh, not your yeah. shot, your audios on the entire time. It's been fantastic.
1: Yeah. I figured I'd add the, uh, just the out. So.
0: <laughs> All right, Chris, thanks. Uh, thanks for hanging out. And thanks everyone for listening. We will update you soon. Everyone enjoy the, the NCAA tournament that Louisville isn't going to be in. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. Go cards.